1: Game Time Decisions. I am Gable Morensi and I'm on the grid, and so is the raging redhead Cam Stewart. So is Cousin Sal. So is Joey Odessa. Let's uh, do this thing. It's football and fighting Friday. We have a lot of stuff to break down, including a football game that's kicking off right now. Now, now. What's going on, Cam?
2: What's happening, Gabe? Yeah, I got this uh, game. I already bet it. uh, Took the mean green. I know they let us down the last time they played Louisiana Tech, but I'm laying the points. Got it a little bit earlier than it went up to 10.5 on FanDuel. Uh, Got a a 9.5 there. I'm uh, laying it down with these guys, and uh, later on I have it attached to a couple other games later tonight too. We got the Battle of Arizona,
1: and our friends from San Jose State battling Nevada should be a fun night. Well, you know, this is really too bad, Cam, because last night you and I were on the same page and uh, we could not have nailed it any better uh, than we did. Uh, We both predicted that the Rams would beat them down. We both predicted that the Patriots' offense would do nothing. And, in fact, if you recall, I predicted it would be 17-3 at the half. It was 17-3 at the half. Um, And, you know, I said 31-3. We got 24-3. You said 31-9. Hey, twenty-four-three is close enough, but yep. with all that being stated, uh, you surprise me here, Ken. You surprise me on this one, and yeah, I, I hate to do this. I hate to do this, but I'm going mining. Where are my goggles? Where, where am I? I'm going mining. I'm going Uh-oh. I know.
2: I almost went underground, but I'll tell you, I don't know, man. Hey, this game's a dog's breakfast. We can call it out for whatever it is. Yeah. North Texas is de- – let's just let's just be honest with the people there. If you're betting this game, you're as much of a degenerate as me and Gabe. North Texas is a, has a horrible defense but a much better offense, and UTEP is a bad club as well. It's a rivalry game, sure. You know, I'm surprised the line went up to 10.5, actually, but I also have it in teasers. Uh, you know, G- Gabe, I'm going to be honest with you, I have more – to talk about at the top of the hour with the game that I'm going to be watching with Arizona and Arizona state, but I'm on this game too. And I wish we were on the same side, but I do have teasers, uh, seven pointers and 10 pointers. So uh, it doesn't matter to me as long as these guys win. If the mean green win the game, I'll be doing okay. Heading into the final uh, second and third leg of my parlays.
1: Okay. If you say that UTEP and North Texas is the, uh, the rivalry game. Well, I guess if, like, Maroon 5 and Matchbox 20 are a rivalry between <laughs> who's the better band. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the mean That's green. It's actually not, I, fair. You know, I, That's actually not yeah. fair to Matchbox 20 to put them in the same category with Maroon 5. I've got no beef with yeah. Rob Thomas. <laughs> I've got no beef with Rob Thomas. Uh, Utah in North Texas. You know what, Cam? I'm taking the 10 and a half. Um, you get the in-game number, as it says, kicking off. Ten and a half, 66 and a half. I'm going with the UTEP minors, and I'm going uh, with the over. As you stated, like this is like betting on a high school football game. This is like betting yes. on the uh, Kentucky High School League that we used to bet on. Right? I'm like, yeah. I mean, kind of throwing darts uh, here. It's true. Me and Cam, uh, me and Cam uh, used to bet some uh, Kentucky high school uh, football in the old days. We'll, we'll get into it. Too much right now. No, we but, won't. Uh, <laughs> that's the end of the story. Good story, Gabe. <laughs> that's it. that's it it's hard to find information on that leak. All right. Yes, it like, was. To, <laughs> <that's> when, you <laughs> know, you <laughs> when you're searching online. What's going on with mm-hmm. that St. John's High School in Lexington, anyways, this week? <laughs> you're typing Exactly. Up, like, you're <laughs> right. My policy is if it's on TV, it's legitimate. It's, it's OK to bet it. It's okay to bet it. I agree. All right. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates. It's Game Time Decision. I am Gabriel Morenzi. It's football Friday. Uh, high school football uh, Friday uh, as well. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because we bet on everything. You know, we bet on college sports. We bet on pro sports. And, you know, there's always that sort of, uh, when you talk about betting on high school sports, it's like, you know, yes. you know yeah, it's sort of that. No, 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 Don't, Don't go down that road. No, no, like, but the thing is, Kev, if you're going to put high school sports on ESPN,
0: what's I the agree. difference?
1: Like, I don't, and another thing is, too, when people say, oh, they're just kids, does anybody bat an eyelash when there's a 15-year-old girl from Russia that's playing tennis? Kev, do we that's say, oh, no, 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 you can't bet on that match. Well, she's only 15. No she's in the U.S. Open, the matches bet on, right? So, like, this stuff, like, the same thing, like, people bet on all kinds of sports, Cam, where people are under 18 playing, athletes. Cam, the kid on, uh, the kid that scored the winning goal for Kansas City in the MLS was 17. Or the Pepe yeah. kid, he's 17. Pepe. Pepe. Yeah, <laughs> great, <Pepe>. great name. <laughs> hey, Pepe. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I agree I, with I, you 100. Yeah. percent, That's the problem hey, with these people. Yeah, so no, I mean,
2: you are—we're realists. Other people are hypocrites. We're not going to deny what we're doing. I have no problem with it. People bet on the Little League World Series. Do I care? No. It's something you can bet on. I don't care. You post a number. I agree with you. I couldn't care less. Hey, you want to do? You want to have fun? You want to have entertainment? It's your business. Do whatever the hell I you want to do. Yeah. I, I bet bet on other fathers. I told you, my cousin was a good basketball player, uh, and I used to bet other parents and stuff like that when I go to watch his games. I don't care. These guys want to bet me. You make a line, let's go.
1: I don't care. Let's go. Let's do this. I thought one of my all-time classic rants in the 18 years I've been doing these shows, uh, uh, years ago when I melted down live on the air during the Little League World Series when the kid on arizona booted a ball at third base <laughs> i actually like i was like for the love of god you've gotta keep the ball in front of you I yeah and i was like you little dumb punk and there you know, people are like it's a little league world series game i'm like you gotta make that play you gotta make that play <laughs> Game Time Decisions continues. I am Gable Morency, and I cannot contain my excitement. It's football Friday. It's We actually have a really cool UFC card, too, football and fighting uh, Friday. Don't forget, we have the MLS Cup on Saturday night uh, championship mm-hmm. match. We'll get into Cam's corner kicks a little bit uh, later on. Uh, but our old uh, friend and um, colleague, Camera 2 Drew, uh, was very excited about the uh, new Mighty Ducks, uh movie that's been uh, released uh camp and i got a confession to make i usually call people out for not knowing like pop culture i'm like how the hell do you not know like who led zeppelin is or like stuff yeah. like stuff like that but i'll be honest with you i have never seen the mighty ducks movie wow. never seen the mighty ducks movie or any of them i guess there's a bunch of them probably over the years but yeah i never yeah. i know of it i know of it I know I get the gist of it—a bunch of kids, uh, misfit kids or whatever. But yeah, yeah, like the whole no—I've n- never seen the Mighty Ducks movie, but I will say the the trailer looks pretty good actually. And anything, anytime hockey gets like publicity cab, it's a good thing. Like you know what I mean? Like movie, it's not going to be a blockbuster or whatever, but it'll be popular. It's a good holiday type of movie, and it, it's not. It looks like they, it's a little bit more edgier. It's twenty twenty. The jokes. Uh, the jokes, you know, a little edgier, not not just for kids. Looks like you know everybody can get a laugh. Look, I laughed at the trailer. There were a couple of jokes that I laughed <laughs> at even in the trailer. <laughs> and, and, you know, I was thinking it's good for the sport of hockey because, Cam, let you know, millions of people will see the movie, right? Like literally, even if it's not a yep. smash, like still. Tens of millions of people see these movies. So millions of people will see this movie. Out of the millions of people that see the movie, camp, it's going to be a couple of thousand kids and say, you know what? I never really knew anything about hockey before, but I want to play hockey now. Exactly. And I don't care about. I'm not talking about creating the you know Austin Matthews and mooning people and making a hundred million dollars. I'm talking about just the sport of hockey itself. It gets kids playing and it keeps people. Hockey does not do it. Look, the NHL does a terrible job marketing themselves. Like the Mighty Ducks, like Disney does a better job marketing the league than they do.
2: That's true. And another thing is like, and, and I've noticed even in the areas and when you were living, look what happened when the Raptors came out, all those well, kids that alone. were playing. Oh yeah. yeah no, no. <laughs> I mean, no, no, You don't know. No, no, sorry. Living, you know, you're know, living here. Right? <laughs> living. <laughs> I'm just saying when the Raptors got popular with all that stuff, all those kids, like you remember street car game on, they all like in the neighborhood hoops, hoops, hoops. Like you saw way more kids yeah. playing hoops and stuff like that. So I would agree. And if you take a look at uh, some of the kids, if you look at stars in hockey now, even you're right. Who cares about like being the next star? It's just getting uh, nice to see kids participating, but a lot of them coming from different places, Texas, Arizona, California. Yeah, Those are hotbeds really. and stuff. Now, remember the university of Huntsville, Alabama had a, like an NCAA ranked hockey team. So all these people in Canada, Oh yeah, dude, kid, just a Canadian. Yeah, okay. thing and, uh, you got to relax people. It's a, it's a global game here. You don't own it. I
1: think, I think they should make a movie about you and me, and what it'll be is you and me. We go back to college. We go back to college, like Rodney Dangerfield. Yes, yes back yes. to school. We live, we live, we live like on campus. We party it up and everything. We're the old dudes, and I still have some NCAA eligibility left. Cam, you and I should play for the U and LV. Skating rebels. I would love that. Honestly, that would be so awesome. No, that's what I'm saying, Cam. It's come so far. UNLV has an ice hockey team now. Oh, like, I know. There's a and they're not even that bad. Team. They're not even. No, bad. No, that's the thing. We're kidding. Like, oh, like me and Cam, we're good hockey. We'll go and be on UNLV. No, we won't. UNLV hockey stack with badass kids from California, Arizona, Canadian <laughs> kids. They weren't good enough to play junior hockey in Canada. Like hey, no easy shot anywhere. When I played, guys, I don't know. This is in the 80s, and I wasn't great. So I I wasn't NHL caliber, but I was pretty good. And but I had other interests like a lot of teenagers did. Like I was a little juvenile delinquent criminal and I was in a metal band and whatever, right? So Mm -hmm. I started to get other interests, but even after all that. I got offered to play NCAA hockey, right? But at the time, Cam, NCAA hockey was frowned upon. There was no one. That's why it was such a big deal the Miracle on Ice in 1980 that they won. Like, before it was like, you know, you played NCAA hockey if you were a loser and you couldn't play anywhere, essentially. It was like, yeah, you're not good enough to play in the Q or the O, so, you know, you you can, can go to Vermont and have fun, kid, for a couple of years. And that was what I wanted to do. I want yeah. to be the Vermont. I want to be on Vermont Paul Correa was the big changer out of yes. main camp. That's when people were like, damn, man, some of these college guys are pretty damn good. But I was mm-hmm. going to say, even then, Cam, and dude, I'm not sitting here, oh, I was great. But even me, dude, I got an offer to go play in England. All right? It was $18,000 a year. $18,000 a year, free room and board. It was like... Uh, third-tier pro league in England at the time, okay, (laughs) type of deal. And I'm saying, dude, and I I got that, and I could have taken it at the time as a kid. Now, Cam, I couldn't be a water boy for that team, I bet. The level of hockey, like, dudes, like, you know, you played at at high levels, you know, there's guys, man, you know how good people are in these, like, tier two Czech leagues and in Finland, and it used to be, like, for Canadian guys, Ah, uh, you know, you can always go to Germany and play in the German league, make a couple of hundred K a year and have a fun time, marry a German chick. No, 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 no. You go there now, man. You got some kid that scored 70 goals in the Ontario Hockey League on that team.
2: Yeah, like, there's gonna, no
1: yeah. easy team in the world to make in a hockey camp. That's my point. I now. agree.
2: Yeah, I'm agreeing. going everywhere. Exactly. If we went to UNLV, the only thing we'd be doing is getting those kids beer. We'd be the old guys, the <laughs> underage guys. Hey, guys, we got you. See, a couple flats.
1: See at the <laughs> He'd party, You'd be like, oh, my God, I'd be ducking pups. Here, guys, Hey, little lighter. Hey, hey, guys, come on, come on. <laughs> exactly. Like, no, I had a buddy who played
2: in Doozledorf. These kids, it's is back unbelievable. Then.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, no, they're so much better athletes than we are now. Like, I remember even playing, like, when I played A. Our goaltender was, like, cooking hash and, like, you know, he's outside the ba- – he's doing bots and stuff. Like, this is a big game. You think these kids are doing that now? They're riding the motorcycle and stuff like that. Guys are out having smokes, like Gila Fleur, in between periods. What? Well, okay, yeah, we're ready, coach, ready to go. Like, it was a different time back then. Like, nobody did, like, exercise bikes and whatever. Like, we showed up after parties and played and stuff. We were wasted, hungover. Yeah, you said it, Morenci. I will say this, too. These athletes are better. The kids are quicker. Like, I watch those old hockey games on TV, and people are like, oh, yeah, a different – they could have – sorry. I know the equipment's better, but the athlete's better, too. Hate to say it. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with everything you're saying right now. They're like – they're – don't know what it is? I think the old guys were tougher, but the, they couldn't catch these kids now. They're too fast. Too fast.
1: That's the problem. Yeah, speed kills. Yeah, the conditioning and just everything, the speed of sport. Some sports you can compare past generations to. Right? Like, baseball, I think, is the one. You can drop today's baseball players. And, yeah, yeah, like let's see you bat against Sandy Colfax, bro. Like, a 97-mile-an-hour fastball is a 97-mile-an-hour fastball. It was in 53. It was in 2003. It is now. (laughs) You know Uh what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the guys are bigger and the ball goes further when they hit it and stuff. But I think, you know, baseball, basketball as well. Like, basketball – you, you could take guys from another era, and they would match up, and it would be interesting. There's sort of different rules, but I've said it before. I've told the story a lot of times, and I know you know him well, um, Mike Bossy. Uh, yeah. So you know, Mike, Mike Bossy, of course, one of the greatest hockey players ever, maybe the best, one of the best it's natural goal, goal scores. Not a stretch to say he's the best goal scorer in NHL history. What right? definitely, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's can the guy scored like. His career average per point per game, but Is I tell you same? what, Mike Bossy makes me look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in real life. I know. No, no, you meet know, like the guy, you're like, This guy I didn't play any. This guy scored 780 goals or whatever, 600 goals in 400 games. You're like, yeah. No, he didn't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you meet him, right? He looks like Skeletor. He's like, ah, He's having a smoke, like he said. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I do you, know, I got a glass of wine. Uh, so you got that order of Humpty Dumpty chips, Mike? Yeah, yeah, we got that. At your store. The guy was a chip salesman and a steak owner, like whatever. But and he said, and they, the New York Islanders won four cups in a row. And he told me, he said, "Gabe, the worst team in the NHL right now would sweep us and kill us." He yeah. said we wouldn't get through the game. And he even he said, "He goes, Gabe, I played at 178 pounds." <laughs> That's what he told me. He goes, "I was 178 pounds." <laughs>
0: Oh, Cami, Cami, Cami,
1: Cami, Cami. Seven nothing minors.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, if uh, if the Mean Green don't come back and win this game, um, they might have to be on the banned list. Well, the I t- by the, he, oh, the season's over. Oh, you're right. This is their last. This is their last game. I guess. I, I guess we could become friends next season. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I gotta be honest with you. I really don't like. Today was just like a fun day. I'm not going too hard. Uh, having a little bit of fun. We cleaned up with the Rams last night. And I got to be honest with you uh, going into the weekend, there's going to be some games that we hit hard. And I I can't lie to you, Gabe, this game was a train wreck. I should have just when when in doubt, take the dog. And I don't know why I took the favorite. I thought these guys would be ready to go. It's early, but not a good start for these guys. Like the mean greener, they stink.
1: What about, uh, what about the, uh, the next football game coming up here at seven o'clock Eastern time, the territorial cup. They haven't yep. changed the name. That's not offending anybody. Well, you can't say territory. Territory yeah. is offensive. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, the territorial Cup has not been changed yet, unfortunately. Uh, Arizona State and Arizona. And it's one of these, you hear the Territorial Cup, and you're like, yeah, whatever, man. But this is actually <laughs> oh, yeah, a pretty nasty game. really don't like each other for real. Like, you figure, nah, whatever. Like, every, every oh, it's the rivalry game. But you know what, can't. These guys, like, it is real. Like, it's real. Like, this game is spirited. Oh, it's spirited. They don't like each other. They've been playing this game since 1899. <laughs> no, it's true.
2: You talked to Gamblo on Wednesday. My buddy lives in Arizona now, and he told me that. He goes, listen, like, Tucson and Tempe, there's hate there. Like, Arizona State hates Arizona. Arizona hates Arizona State. Same thing. Like, it's real. Like, you talked about it. It's like, it's not like those rivalries you wouldn't think about it, but it's actually more um heated and mean than a lot of them out there like you hear about it like these you talked about it back in the day game how many times we've had like crazy things happen in this fun. game
1: miss fight kicks fights. Game. oh yeah i guess i
2: they've these guys have thrown down before like i'm telling you that we've watched this game every year there have been fights all sorts of crazy stuff happens it's never just a clean nice game I, I'm going to take the points with Arizona. I just think it's too many. I don't know that that line is going down, though. It's eight and a half now. It used to be 10, 10 and a half there. So I'm already in on Arizona. I don't know what you're doing with this game, but I'm going to take the Wildcats.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'll tell you what, they've been playing this game for so long. They've been playing it before Arizona was a state. Think about that.
2: That is pretty crazy. That is crazy. It's
1: like what? Yeah, it what predates our already like, without the without the state. <laughs> the, schools, the schools, yes, the schools were there. Arizona was there, Cam, but they weren't in the union. <laughs> ah, yeah. Like that's how long they've been playing this game. Bro. Like when you've been playing a rivalry, when well, you can go, yeah, yeah, yeah. We started this rivalry 13 years before the state of Arizona even existed.
2: <laughs> that's craziness, man. I, 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 that's nuts. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Uh, uh, I, like, what do you think about this
1: game? I think Arizona, Arizona State's the better game. team, but Arizona Arizona State have played two games uh, this year only. All right, and it's hard to judge them. They blew the lead against. Uh, they blew the lead against uh, USC in the first week, and then they 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 played a pretty. play played pretty good this year, so it's hard to really get a judge on them here. Arizona have been a train wreck, but as you mentioned, Cam. This really is, it's that cliche that you throw out the records. Mm-hmm. Like, it really is one of these football games and rivalries that does come down to the wire. I actually agree with the line movement, Cam. I'm not surprised uh, money is coming in on the home team. But it is a leap of faith, guys. Uh, it is a leap of faith. If you look at Arizona, they lost 34-30 uh, to USC. Then they went to Washington. They were up early in that game. Then they lost 44-27. They go to LA, they lose 27-10. And then last week, Colorado beat them 24-13. But I think Colorado are better than people give them credit for as well. I agree with that. I think this game think it comes out of the, the 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 wire camp. If you look at Herm Edwards and his game since he's been here, almost every game, win or lose cap like every game Herm Edwards is in is decided by seven points or less. It's almost yeah. one of these things. Just take like, just take the the uh, Just take the dog here. Sumlin is 0-2 in this game as well. I don't think it's a blowout. Give me the points and give me the over. I'm in a dog mood tonight, Cam.
2: That's a good mood to be in because if you bet dogs more than favorites, you're going to make more money. I wish I was on both dogs uh, early in these games, but I will say this too. I've been watching a lot of Arizona football. Um, That game against Colorado, they were up in that game early. They just had a couple bad breaks in that game too. They are not great, but – This is the thing, rivalry game, close. Arizona State I don't think is superior to these guys. I think if they win, they win by a touchdown. I think it's inflated points. I'm riding the Wildcats today. I think they can win this game outright, to be honest with you. So I'm happy with the points. As for the total, I agree with you. I think this game goes over the number. I'm not sure about the first game because it's a lot to get to. But these games, usually with Arizona and Arizona State, lots of personal foul penalties, pass interference, bad things happen, short fields because these teams, there's going to be a lot of anger penalties, and that makes for a short field. So I think we can get to the over in this game as well.
1: I love the over in this game, Arizona and Arizona State. For the record, too, if you guys are wondering, it's very confusing um, with North Texas. Like, I'm looking at the the live scores uh, right now, and it says UNT at UTEP, and it is. It's technically, it's supposed to be a UTEP home game, except they're actually playing at North Texas. So, in the road, so you're not wrong. If anyone's looking, you're thinking, what the hell? I thought it was, you know what I mean? Because even me, I capped the game cam thinking, Ooh, UTEP's at home, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I knew, well, if you sort of knew they were, you- but I was like, yeah, they're somewhere, but it's not. And then I clued in no, no, this game's in North Texas. UTEP just That's said, right. whatever, we'll be right at your place. Like that's the thing. If the game was at UTEP and we were getting
2: the same number, you don't think I'm going to be taking the dog in that spot? That's the thing with these bad teams. You just take you take the home dog in those situations. But I got to give UTEP credit. They came out. North Texas, man. We they, they drove us man, nuts. That I don't know. Am i glutton for punishment.
1: I, what? UTEP don't suck this year. It's one of these weird deals. Like they're they're winning yeah. games. They're in games.
2: Interesting. Yeah, that program used to be. Yeah, not saying don't say they're good, just say they're not brutal. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> they're they're three and four
1: for them. I know, I know. That's good they're for them. That's, like, actually, they're, that's they're, exceptional. They're no, really. Like they're taking the no, they that was big for them. It's one of the reasons. Utap are super excited to get to five hundred. We're talking about a one yeah. and no-win team game. It could be four and four, buddy, if they win this game. It's like winning a yeah, no, sugar bowl you, to that. Cam, they're bowl eligible. UTEP. Right.
2: Really? UTEP's yeah. going to be in a bowl? Holy jeez, man. Probably not. Year. 2020. Uh, yeah, uh, they're, they're, they're bowl eligible.
1: But, uh, uh, yeah, I don't problem. know. But I mean, the problem is, a lot of bowls that are canceled, Cam. Right? Like, there's th- guys, you know what's crazy? It shows you know, my social life um, is very active, isn't it? That, I don't know, last night at about 4 in the morning, I decided to just look at the bowl schedule. But, like, I was like, what? I was like, you know, who's playing? What bowls are actually going on anyways? Like, what's in? What's out for real? And Mm -hmm. I can tell you guys, bowl season starts next Saturday. And it's exactly what we predicted. It's all politics. And as far as, like, remember I said they're not canceling any bowl game in Texas or Alabama or anything. And there. Yep. So next Saturday, the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. I love it. From, from, what a! <laughs> I can really go for a tropical smoothie. That's a great. Yeah, name. Yeah. Tropical <laughs> Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl from Toyota Stadium, Frisco, Texas. Uh, All right, so that's Saturday. Then we're off until but Monday, and then Monday afternoon, the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Here's a new one: the weird. Myrtle Beach, North Carolina, Myrtle Beach. Um, to be determined who's going to be in the game, but that's at Monday at 2.30 Eastern. And then Tuesday at 3.30 Eastern, we've got the uh, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Potato Bowl. Um, nice. and we got the Boca Raton Bowl at FAU Stadium, which FAU are in every year. And so this is what I'm getting at here. All right, 23rd, 24th. But, Cam, good news. And this is good news for all you lonely people, people that, uh, especially actually this year, a lot of people won't be traveling to see their families. Degenerate gamblers. We've all been there, Cam. And, you know, we have positive memories and dark memories of the Christmas Eve Hawaii Bowls over the years. The old Saturday night, or the old uh, Christmas uh, Hawaii. Hawaii is, it was Christmas night, it was Christmas Eve, et cetera. Then the NBA sort of took over. But get this, Cam, and everybody, we've got football, guys. We've got football. Christmas Eve, 3.30, the New Mexico Bowl from Frisco, Texas. Awesome. Poor New Mexico. Everything's just moved to Texas. Uh, Christmas Day, college football, the Camellia Bowl. What time? Christmas Day, thirty Eastern. I would have liked time. it to be a little later. I would have liked agree. It to be a little that's later. A, that's, a big, that's a big mistake.
2: That's a big mistake. Guys, these college guys—they gotta have a meeting and invite us. The NBA's on, guys. Like. What are you doing, man? You got to get these things. Either do it early, get it out of the way, or late,
1: late. That's what you do. It's, it's the Camellia Bowl, bro. Like It's Christmas dinner. We watch it. Go ahead. I man. know, but it, people will be watching it. Not
2: everybody. You said it, man. What about that guy with the Swanson dinner at home? Yo, You, know, you got to remember him. He's just sitting back going, i waited all week for the Camellia Bowl.
1: <laughs> Dude, I'm such a loser, DJ. And One of my favorite parts of Christmas was betting the blue-gray game. Oh yeah, it was that was <laughs> great It was Christmas morning, and it was basically all the kids that weren't on teams that made bowl games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's awesome. It great game. It was the best players of the teams that weren't in bowl games. The blue gray game, and uh, yeah, it was fun. I loved it, man. Such a DJ, such a DJ, uh, DJ game. I like Cam's. Like Cam's upset that the Camellia the bowls not on later. What, what kind of? I'm really is not this? that upset. Yeah, I'm not really that upset. I'm just like right. you
2: know, those things. Yeah. you yeah. got you know who's
1: protecting playing the game? Toledo who? versus Marshall. Toledo Marshall. That's the game I want to watch.
2: Yeah, who says who says yeah, we yeah. don't want to watch that game? You can't tell us what we like. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. It's Toledo Marshall. I'm
1: in. Let's go. <laughs> I'm in. Game time decisions continues. I am Gabe Marenzi. We're just talking uh, talking about the bowl games and taking a look at some of the projected matchups. A lot of fun with that stuff. We'll get back to it. We got to get Jerry Palm on. He's my favorite guy when it comes to this stuff, bracketology and, and bowl projections. And uh, Jerry Palm's got and some of the th- some of the teams have accepted uh, the invitations, but it'll start to be announced uh, on Monday. So bowl season starts next um, Saturday. Let's bring in cousin Sal right now. And Sal, me and Cam were just talking about uh, being lonely degenerates and how we love like the Hawaii Bowl on Christmas Eve and Christmas night and yeah. going to back to the old days. I was such like a loser. Christmas used to be like the blue-gray game to me. I'd be like, all right, the blue-gray game. <laughs> I'm taking blue minus Free. three. Let's get it, right? Um, what, what's your like holiday TGN memory? Is it NBA? Do you find yourself even now sometimes? You know, you're hanging with Kimmel and the family. You're like don't talk to me i got i got i got money on this nba game or you know, memory of a teenager during the holidays you know remember i remember my grandma all right you know dinner's ready and i didn't want to tell my grandmother man i got like 80 bucks on this game as a 14 year old what's your holiday betting memory sal
3: Thanksgiving was always the killer because my family, I don't know how it was. Now it's easy. You know, I got, I got TVs in every room because I'm a degenerate. But our dining room was about 40 feet away from the nearest TV. So the Cowboys would play late afternoon. and I, I can only pretend to sneak off to the bathroom uh, every every uh, eight minutes before everyone thought I had a problem. So It was Thanksgiving that did it. Uh, the Army-Navy game, by the way, is another one. I know it's in advance of the holiday season. But. I always have a lot of money on that dumb game, and there's a Long Island kid playing quarterback for Navy, so I'm all over that tomorrow as well.
1: Well, that, that's amazing. You know what, Sal? So last year, for the past couple of years, we were doing the show at, um, at FanDuel, at the Meadowlands. Yeah. And, you know, yep. because of the, the virus and everything, you know, they shut it down and not a lot of people in there now, et cetera. But last year, Sal, it was like November – and I actually tell everybody I had a few too many drinks, but I'm telling everyone, Army Navy, we're going to the game. It's here at MetLife. It's going to be awesome. And I was like, we got to watch out. Don't smoke weed in the parking lot because you know, like the head of, head of chief of staff is probably going to be there. So right. I was telling everyone, like it's is a regular game. We got to keep our heads straight when we go when we go in. I was all fired up. And so it was this year. So I, was, I thought the game was last year, but they were actually oh, okay. I was on the billboard outside. So it was actually for this year, and it sucked. It got shut down this year. So that's how I'm excited they were about it. And then they're playing it at West Point, right? But how about this, guys? Last 46 times, the last 46 times that uh, military academy teams have played each other, it's gone under 36 of the times. Wow. Like Army, Navy, yep. Air Force. The combination, yeah, yeah, it's thirty. Uh, I'll get you the exact number. It's 36, 9, and 1, I believe. 35, 9, and 1. I'll get you the exact number right now. Because, yeah, they run the ball all the time, these guys. Exactly. It's, it, but it, out of 37 and a half this year, though, Sal, the total. I was just
3: going to say it's, it is it um, is basically because they've not been introduced to the forward pass, and I don't think they would care about it. <laughs> you know, I, love, I love the idea of the game. It's cold, it's in the rain, it's on the East Coast, but then you watch a quarter of it, and it's like, all right, whose fullback is going to outlay the other is basically the story. But, yes, you're right, and 37 is just the right number. It's really you almost always like uh, 24-13 right in there. So. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the underdog tomorrow.
1: Yeah, you know what? Normally in the old days, I remember we'd get like 45 and a half and stuff like that. Yeah, The the book the books are on to this. Yes, 36 nine and one since 2005. Wow, That's 36 great. nine and one to the under in Army Navy Air Force games any combination uh, when they play each other. All right, let's 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 get into the other team at MetLife, the New York Football Giants, getting <laughs> points. Team's on a four game win streak against a team. It's one and four in their last five. They, that one win was to Hale Murray against the Bills. I'm not getting in front of Joe Judge. I don't want to get knocked out by him. Give me that point, Sal. Can you believe
3: we're at this point? If you would have said a month ago, Kyla Murray, who everybody was screaming about for MVP, so they can look cool in front of their friends, and you know, and then the Giants who were 0-5. And, and now we've gotten to a point where ah, it's Danny Dimes. Uh, we don't even care if it's that guy who runs full speed and then falls on his face, or Colt McCoy. Three points is three points. <laughs> I'm taking the Giants. Here. I can't believe it. Wayne uh, Goldman has got over 90 yards rushing the last two games. It doesn't even matter if it's McCoy or Jones. They can throw for 100 yards and win this game. I think as long as they shut down New Hopkins and that cornerback Red Brad Bradbury, for the Giants has been spectacular, they can win this game by double digits. I'm taking the Giants. I can't believe I'm saying it.
2: I love it, Sal. I guess we're all in agreement, too. We're taking the points. Great job, by the way, with the graphics guy last night, Sal. You left a very, very uh, happy taste in my mouth with Morenci because we were on the Rams last night, and we liked your style last night. I don't know what you're going to do with your Cowboys this week, buddy. They're laying three and a half against the Bungles. They could beat anybody. It's these guys, Sal. But i got to tell you, I don't like laying points with this team.
3: What do you do with the Cowboys? I, don't, I'm, I get the idea that the Red Rifle's coming back to Cincinnati and might mean more than yeah. it does on Thanksgiving or any of these other games. I don't know why I'm taking them. I think you're right. It's probably a field goal game, but I just look at the talent, the disparity, and I feel like the C.D. Lambs, the Amari Coopers, one of them is about to bust out. Um, if Zeke could keep the ball from hitting the turf, I think the Cowboys are a good seven or eight points better than the Bengals. I'm reluctantly taking my horrible, horrible Dallas Cowboys.
1: I don't like betting unders uh, in football, but I don't see where the points come from in this game. The Cowboys' right. defense yep. has been better than people are giving credit for. Uh, Brendan Allen's terrible. The Bengals' offense is terrible. I just don't see where the points are going to come from. I think Dallas do win, and um, it doesn't get to forty-three points. All right, we got a couple of sort of you know whole-hum games: Denver and Carolina. Uh, Carolina's minus three. Houston and Chicago. Houston minus one and a half. Kansas City and Miami's a fun football game. And so out of those three games, Sal will sort of go in increments. I hear any of those three games interest you. And as far as I'm concerned, I was going to say, I get that you look at the Chiefs, it's been two weeks in a row that their offense hasn't killed it. And that doesn't happen three weeks in a row. I was looking back, like the last time they got held in the 20s, the next time they put up 40 plus, and they did that for a couple of weeks in a row. It's been two weeks in a row, Sal. Just sort of where the offense is frustrated, and they've been playing in some bad weather. I like the over of this game. I think the Chiefs are going to go up and down the field uh, on Sunday. I agree. I'm with you.
3: I think they score five times, five touchdowns at least. I don't know what's going on. Well, like with some teams, like we'll get to probably the Steelers who drop passes more than any other team. I think that's going to stop. I think the Chiefs are going to. Their red zone woes are going to not continue, right? They're not going to settle for 19-yard field goals the rest of the way. They're not, It's not going to be Tyree Kill catching a touchdown, and they say incomplete, and they don't review it. It's a dumb thing that's going on with the Chiefs. I think start all your fantasy guys on the Chiefs in the playoffs. It's a coming-out party. I think it's like 35-17. You take a look at like that zero-defense blitz scheme that the Dolphins play, they employ it more than any team in the league. And Mahomes, seven touchdowns, zero interceptions against that specific defense. I like Kansas City, 67% as a large favorite uh, going on the road. So take them.
2: I got to tell you guys too, think about this situation, uh, Sal and Gabe. Kansas City hasn't been playing good. They don't cover in the division. Buffalo's playing Pittsburgh, and now Pittsburgh's lost. You don't think Kansas City wants to put the boards constrictor tightness around these guys going to that game, Gabe? I think it's psychological as well. And you know me, I like dogs, but I literally think the Chiefs are probably going to win this game by like 17, 20, pound these guys and put pressure on the Steelers having to beat Buffalo. That's my take on the game. What do you do with Tampa Bay and Minnesota, Sal? I can't believe Minnesota's still in like the playoff chase. They're a horrible team. They got lucky to beat Jacksonville. (laughs) But Tampa Bay oh, under whoa, a touchdown whoa, 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 whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. in that game? What? Oh, oh, what? Oh, Settle down. What? You like Minnesota? Yeah. You need to be back. Yeah, They're, on. They're horrible. Minnesota's horrible. Yeah. You, you didn't what? feel well for one day earlier in the week. You come back. You're captain shocked suddenly. You know what's going on? You're supposed to be the Vikings here. The Vikings. No, I'm looking I'm at the Vikings. I didn't say I'm betting on the Bucs. Just slow down. I don't think Minnesota's good, <laughs> but it's six
2: and a half. It feels like a bait line. That's where I was going, Marenzi. Continue, Sal. I think you know, I wish you
3: would stop fighting around the holidays. It's, it's very disturbing. <laughs> you know, especially since we all agree. like The Vikings laying seven against Carolina or laying nine at home yeah. against Jackson. No, it's a different story. It's a bad spot, but they're six and three against the number and six and three straight up, actually, as an underdog in this range. I like them. I don't know what Tampa did in the off week, you know, in the bye week. I, I know uh, Brady and uh, Antonio Brown lived together. They're pillow fighting their way for 14 days. I don't know <laughs> if we're going to be ready to compete with the speed of Minnesota. Justin Jefferson, one of five players in the history of the game, to have 1,000 yards through 12 games receiving. Dalvin Cook is about 145 yards per game from, from a scrimmage. I think it's too much offense for Minnesota, and it's a good spot. Six and a half, buy him up to seven. Whatever you have to do, take the
1: underdog here. You see Tom Brady saying that uh, he'll never play in the Northeast again. Don't worry, Tom. It's yeah, not teams in the North yeah. lining up to something, bro. Oh, never. Good for you. How's it working out in Tampa, him and Eric? They're just such a hard tandem to like. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean Arians, I agree. I, and I,
3: Yeah, the Arians thing, did you see what he said earlier in the week? He said uh, home field is no advantage this year. And first of all, there certainly are playing like it's no advantage because they don't want to buy or any of that stuff. So good for you. You're not getting the, the home field, you're not getting home. Field. But no, what are you gonna fans that show up to Tampa Bay every week no. that are allowed to build some <laughs> oh, Just stay home, don't risk anything. Well, you're not doing us any good. What is this guy talking about?
1: No, every it's, it's never his fault, right? It's it's always That's the the, the, the long the long snapper, the field goal kicker, Tom right. Brady, the the wide receivers. But you know, I know I've, I've been talking about the fan stuff, and I've been saying fans don't make a difference, teams do. Like the Buffalo right. Bills are five and one at home. The Bills have yeah. a bunch of not-job, drunk people in the stadium. It's loud as hell. Would they be six and zero at home? No. The one game they lost at home was to the Chiefs. All right, Not so the like Chiefs. they won at home they lost at home. Arians just always has, he's really, you know, I, I, we can get into it, but it, it, it's, you know, remember last year with Winston, like he doesn't respect his players, this guy. Remember that? Oh, right. can you win with someone else? Oh, well, of course I can win with someone else. Yeah. How are you yeah. lighting it up now with Brady? And now word is Brady doesn't like you because you're running the same plays you called with Winston. And now you right. get mad at Brady and surprise yeah. he can't throw the ball down. The field. You're not using Mike Evans properly, Arians. That's on you. Like there's all kinds of stuff there that's wrong with Tampa. I like the Vikings and going in there getting the points. And how about this guy's too? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Zimmer twelve and three straight up, ten and four uh, against the spread against the NFC South, six and one as a dog. And we talk about I've been talking about this for years. Mike Zimmer against non-division opponents, forty-seven and twenty-four and two against the spread in his career with Mm -hmm. Minnesota against non-division opponents. I'm I'm taking the Vikings.
3: Cam pointed out bigger bigger game for the Vikings. They're somehow in the not in the driver's seat, but they're in the sixth spot and the seventh spot, playoff wise, fighting off Arizona. They need the game more than Tampa.
2: Yep. Hey, Gabe, I said they suck, but doesn't mean I'm not going to bet on them. Don't worry, I'll take I'll take the <laughs> points with these guys this week. What about Tennessee and uh, Jacksonville? There, Sal. Uh, it is the does the hook matter? You with the Titans laying seven and a half. Jacksonville's been scrappy. I got to give these guys a lot of credit. All they do is I cover. Glennon, I love this
3: game. Lord, it's weird. Like Lennon is probably the best of the worst quarterbacks. Right? If you watch him, he's going to put up numbers and he's <laughs> going to scare you, and you're you're not going to get a blowout win against him. All that said. I think Tennessee wins this and covers it. I would be careful about Teasers. Tennessee, Green Bay, Kansas City, all these teams, seven points. Be careful about the Teasers week fourteen. I'm I, I warn against it, but I do like Tennessee in this game.
1: Uh who do you like in the Bills? We got to be faster, Sal. Who do you like in the Bills yeah. in the Steelers game? Steelers. This is the most the biggest
3: overreaction of the week. Steelers are 11-1 team. They'll be able to run the ball. And they don't throw the they won't drop
1: balls either. Always a pleasure, Sal. Thanks, buddy. Take care. Sal.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: Always fun with Sal. Time is just uh, flying by. And if you're wondering, where's Joey? Where's Joey? Like if yeah. we got Cousin Sal, and we got Uncle Joey. Where's Uncle Joey, yeah. Dad? <laughs> Uncle Joey's a little late, but he'll be here later. Shut up. Uh, no, we scheduled Joey. Remember last We always rush Joey. Joey's like I a know. fighter that he needs a round to get going. Joey always sort of starts off, hey, guys. And then, you know, after about five minutes, he's cracking jokes. And we're like, all right, got to get out of time. We're out of time. we got to get out of here. So we decide, yep. you know what, we'll put Joey in the second hour when we have more time uh, for uh Great for idea. Right, so we got games I coming up here. Give me – the Arizona Wildcats, like you said. And I told you, Cam, about the football game opening up, it's 14-14 now. You can have. That Oh, it is, Wildcats. I know. I no didn't touch the total. Enough. There's there's no defense. Can. Give me um, give me the Arizona Wildcats. Wow. Wow. And uh wow. and the over Arizona Wildcats and the over. It's gonna be just like this game. It's gonna be a close game, sort of track meet shootout. They're gonna go back <laughs> and forth. I like this. I'm going to go a little bit bigger on it. Give me Arizona plus the points and the over. we got a bunch of college basketball coming up. You're, and Doug and the Slugs uh, in Chicago checks in. (laughs) Says, what about Creighton tonight? I love love Doug. Doug. Hey, hey, hey.
2: Let's give Doug some credit. The last time Doug and the Slugs got involved, he said Mizzou against, uh, what was it, Oregon that night? Or I forget who it was, but Mizzou, like, crushed. He made a good pick on that. He likes Creighton. I always love the Blue Jays. They're laying
1: a ton of points against Nebraska.
2: Nebraska, you know what? They bowed down. I'll tell you this. They were beating Georgia Tech, and it's like in the five minutes in the second half, they just collapsed, and Georgia Tech ended up winning that game by 14 points. Eileen Creighton, but I have a game for you late at night, Morency, a very small favorite that I think gets
1: the job done. That's a later start, yeah, though. Right. You know, do we'll get into the end game here. These games are going to be tipping yeah. off. We can get in numbers, but I'm concentrating on football right now. Arizona State and Arizona, give me Arizona plus the points wow. and give me the over in the game. Um, you know, we have Nevada and San Jose State coming up later, football, but we have a cool basketball game tonight involved Nevada. Nevada has taken on uh, my guys, the Lopes, Grand Canyon. Um, yeah, for the Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon antelopes. Who got it done for us? Of course, Cam. Last time we laid it on uh, down. Yep. Big game. More picks on the other side.